Hello. Hey. Hey, Mila. How are you doing? <laughs> Good. How are you? I figured. Yay. Okay, <laughs> Yay. Lots of people always have um, trouble connecting for the first time because it is such a new app, and I've only been using it for two weeks. So, hello. Welcome. Super cool. <laughs> Very. Yeah, this is awesome. Oh, you no problem. Over a phone. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Stuff. You're where you you're are. at. I'm at where I'm at. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to do my spiel real quick, and then we will get into the interview, okay? Okay. All right. Uh, thank you for listening to the 19R81 podcast. Right now, I am in a coffee shop, so it sounds like I'm screaming to everyone. So apologies to everyone around me. And uh, if I start whispering or whatever, now you know why I'm in a coffee shop. So um, today I'm here with Mila. She is a Chicago artist, and she is also a part of the 19R81 Speakeasy that is happening next month. So if you want to be in on this podcast, go to www.19art81.com, scroll to the middle of the page, hit sign up, and I will interview you. So again, thank you so much for joining me today, Mila. Um, and I'm just going to get into the hard-hitting questions. What has inspired you to do art? Well, um, I've always been a creator, a maker since I was little. I was not allowed to go outside a lot. Uh, I had to stay in my room, so I had to be creative with what I could do. And we didn't have this electronic window to the world, so to speak, before. So I just made stuff and listened to music and read books and read and went to the library and read every single thing that was banned and just learned, wanted to learn more about all the things that I wasn't able to do because I decided that when I was 18, mm -hmm. I was not going to be in my parents' house anymore. <laughs> that is exactly what I did. And I, I was always good at art, so I chose to go into the field of graphic design. Um, I went to University of, of, of what is that? Champaign, <laughs> Illinois. Um not knowing anything about computers except that I could search for Marilyn Manson on the internet and know everything about him. And that's all I knew about the internet. And I had like an email and, and I was like, well, this thing that's graphic design mm -hmm. combines computers and art mm -hmm. and let's do it. I don't know what that is, but that's what I'm gonna do. Mm -hmm. So, and here I am today. <laughs> Ooh, so what was it like living way down in Urbana? Because it's totally different from Chicago. What was your experience down there? It smelled like poo. <laughs> it smelled like poo. The music sucked. The people were boring and lame. And I was like in my goth phase. So I wore all black. I wanted to look as scary as possible because I didn't want anyone to talk to me because mm -hmm. I didn't feel I had anything in common with them. Mm -hmm. Um, but luckily, my saving grace was um, that all of the, what they call, you now call people of color, mm -hmm. um, the Latinos had um, this kind of, uh, of, of little, like, I guess they were volunteers of like older seniors and maybe juniors that all put us together. And we were like, oh, wow, here's all my brown people. Mm -hmm. Here's where I fit in. Oh, these people know the foods I like. They know the music I like. Mm -hmm. And so I had a roommate and her name was Naomi and she was a sophomore. So she had a leg up on all the cool friends. And I just like followed her around and just hung out with her cool friends. Mm -hmm. And that was my saving grace because I think without that, those people at Snyder Hall, mm -hmm. I would not have wanted to finish college. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I stayed there and then, um, 
Yeah, that's well. I didn't graduate from there. I ended up going to Columbia. Oh, but, so um, did I? That's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you graduate with a, a degree in graphic design, or was it something else? I did. I finished with a BFA in graphic design from Columbia College for my sophomore, junior, and senior year. Oh, because um, it, at U of I, they only accepted thirty people oh. to the graphic design um, major, mm-hmm. and there was two hundred students competing for that role. Mm-hmm. There were also the people who didn't get in from last year and competing, and there were also the people from community college in the area competing for those slots because they said at the time they only have thirty computers, so they can only put thirty people in this major. And I was wow. like, that is bananas. Mm-hmm. So I didn't make it, and I wasn't. I mean, I was heartbroken, but. When they put up that list, and I, and I was like counting, I was like, okay, this person's good, that person's good, okay, we're gonna make it. We're all, I know who's gonna make it. And the people they put on this list, I was like, that person made it? No, that person didn't make it. This is rigged. <laughs> what? This is this is crazy. This this has no validity, and you in in the work that you're putting in, these people know somebody because this is bullshit. I'm like, I'm getting the fuck out of Cowtown. <laughs> I hate this place and I'm going to Chicago and, and, you know, Columbia college has open admissions. And I was like, this is where I can be. I can work here. I can be here. And I'm just going to get this done because I'm not going to wait. Literally. I met someone senior year and he was like, I finally got into graphic design. And I was like, that's cool, bro. I'm graduating like now. So good luck to you. You know, like, I mean, that was the reality of the situation back then. So I just took for granted my, being from Chicago and, and that I was accepted to Art Institute also, but I, that wasn't a place for me either. So I just, I had to do what I did to get my degree out of the way because I couldn't afford more years of school. All right. you know, it's who so expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and when you mentioned you being accepted to SAIC um, and then going to Columbia, like those two schools are so different. Like you have to be a certain person to go to either of those schools and I don't think I would have made it at SAIC either. I'm glad I went to Columbia. It, it was my home, and I came all the way from Michigan, another cow town area, um, yeah. a big city, and it, it's just, I love living here. It's just an amazing place. So it's good that you found that community down in Urbana to, to help you move along in your goth phase. So you mentioned Marilyn Manson. Is there a favorite a song of his that you like still or anything like that? Oh, I, I still have all the CDs. I mean, I have all the CDs. I had the shirts. I went to all the concerts. It was so funny because uh, it's sad and not funny, actually. On Twitter, he, he had a concert in New York, and they're saying, like, he was on stage, like, belligerent. He played four songs. People were, like, booing him. They want their money back. And I just was so heartbroken because it reminds me so much of Amy Winehouse. And it's like, dude, you have all this. You have all these fans. Like, you're blowing it. Like, I know it's hard, but, like that's not cool. You know, right. it's not cool to burn out. Like I've seen artists burn out and it's so heartbreaking. Like just like somebody, you know, somebody can't help you. if you don't. Right. And so to watch an artist to any, to watch anyone fall to their demise, with such great talent. You're like, Oh, that sucks. That really sucks. And so you have to give credit to the people who are still like going at it and trying to do for what they can with what they have. And like, trying to do their best you know because it's not cool to just die it's it's right. really not you know, i'm sorry it's just not so you know advice don't go out there trying to die so we're describing the process of creativity and marilyn manson was super duper popular and he was just amazing as far as his presentation 
um, is concerned, especially with like freak show and things of that nature, how would you describe your artistic process? Um, it's always a reflection of what I'm feeling. Like, I mean, I make art for me and I really have to stop doing that. And I feel like now that I've finally gone through the whole cycle of who I am and why I am and what I'm doing and how I'm gonna do, it's like, okay, now I can, I've gotten all that out of the way. I understand myself and now I can make art to make money because I see it like, like you're a pop singer. Mm -hmm. You know, Ariana Grande, she's like a really great singer, but she got to sing all these stupid poppy music right. just to like make money. And it's like, well, once she just like um, Miley Cyrus had to do all her Disney shit and then she went bananas and was like, fuck all that. Yeah. I'm going to do what I got to do. And now this is me and everyone can fuck off. So <laughs> now I'm at the point where I'm like, I got to make that pop art. I got to like sell it. I got to pay the bills. I got to, you know, you did all that. Like, I don't know, like, uh, like. Um, self-therapy or whatever self that you had to get out and and so now I'm like more in that mindset to like make artwork okay um so now that you're sort of moving into a new mindset do you think that it will make you more lonely as far as an art art life is concerned or do you think that you would gain a better insight in how to connect with other artists or would you still prefer to be more like solo and chill and stuff like that where do you think you're moving? oh no I, like see my thing is like I have a son I have you know my fiance that I told you so I never feel like and if I'm in by myself like sometimes I have to be like you need to get out you need to go do I could like stay in my house all day it is so comfortable like I'll invite you over one day you'll be like damn why would I leave you? no chill here like you have everything like so um in that sense, I don't feel lonely ever, but I do need to know, I, I do need to make work that people can relate to because I feel like sometimes my work is so esoteric that people are like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, what planet are you on? Like, this doesn't even make sense to me. The words coming out of your mouth, I don't even understand. Like, I feel that way. So I just like, I got to scale it down sometimes for people so I could be like, this is this, and then this is this. And if you can accept this of me, then you will accept. Like, I can't be like jumping right. on tangents to people when they're not even like figuring out, right. you know, the first them so. right if like they're not on that level like how do you get them to that level this isn't like an educational program like, <laughs> like as much as I've tried my whole life to like get people on my level I'm like oh okay I gotta stop I gotta let you take your journey and I have to let you finally get to this level and when you get there I'll be like hi yeah. I missed you I'm waiting for you you know like with all my good intentions I've been waiting for you and I'm glad that you're finally here so they, because everyone has to go on that journey right can't you can't push someone just like you can't tell Marilyn Manson, hey, you got to lay off the dress, dude. Like he has to go through that himself. And you have to sometimes, I mean, as a parent now, it's like you, you have to let your child fall. Sometimes they're going to fall. They're going to break their arm. You're going to say, see, I told you not to jump down the stairs. Now you broke your arm. Now I got to go to the hospital. Now you got to get a shot. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. It's like sing and dance all day to them. But if they don't want to listen, they're just not even going to hear you. Exactly. So I, I almost feel like it would be frustrating to sort of change the technique that you've been utilizing all these years into something more digestible for the public. But I guess that's kind of what artists have to do in a way. We have to be chameleons and um, appease the crowd. But in the same vein, we have to cater to our own wants and desires so we're not feeling alienated from our work. So I can definitely feel you right there. Um, yeah, and I won't, I won't 
ever ever make personal work again you know I'll do that but I do realize that I have to like make work that's more sellable like I made a portrait of my son who's gonna buy that me that's it yeah no not even his grandma she's oh. like I'm not gonna put that no that my mother's a whole nother story but it's like um just in in that sense like I'll always make art for me but just like in graphic design I'm I make my living as a production designer so I take um, other work and then make it for for I work for Walgreens and okay. then you go to site mobile kiosk I have to set all those files up it's like it's nothing creative but it's work that needs to get done and that's how I pay the bills so in that sense I I'll never lose sight of, of my true art that I want to make but in the end of the day I mean do I want to work you know doing DoorDash all the time like I'm doing now or do I want to like you know make some you know tchotchkes that people can buy that are like oh this is ten dollars like I, I think you'll you'll find the road that you're supposed to go down and, you know, the universe is giving you all these little one-off tasks to help build you into a better creative. So just stick it out and you'll definitely do it. I mean, you're going to the speakeasy next month, so I can't wait to see what you're going to produce for that. Um, so now I'm going to ask you some fun questions. Uh, we know that you like Marilyn Manson, or at least you enjoy his music. Are there any places in Chicago that you really like that stick out to you? I just love being by the lakefront. I love going to the beach with my son. I love going to free music concerts that the city throws. I mean, there are a lot of family events. We go to Samba nights. Uh, we do, like, there's workout things that you could do in Grant Park. Um, there's movies you can go to. Like, the city has so many things to do. When the weather's nice, mm -hmm. oh, my God, we just get on our bikes and we go. And he's bigger now. Yeah. So he gets excited. He's like, Mom, are we going to go in the street? I'm like, yes, son. We're going to go in the street. <laughs> wear helmets you're gonna bring our lights and we're gonna just drive around all day it seems like um, he has a lot of energy too <laughs> oh my god he has energy like he's in hockey he's in swimming i mean it's he's like he was in dance and i'm just like okay we're gonna do one thing at a time because then i'm just taxi cab mom right. riding him around is he so. is he doing any art or anything like that or is that not his thing right now he, yeah is not artistically inclined. He is. I want to play sports all day, and I'm like, you know what? That's great. It's just fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, Chicago has this huge history of like pizza wars. So, are you interested in thin crust or deep dish? I do like thin crust, okay. but I mean, sometimes it's nice to have a thin crust. There's some there's some places for both. So it depends. Like, if I have friends in town, it's like, well, what do you like? And I'm like, we're gonna go here. We're not gonna go there. So, yeah. Um, is there a certain place that you like to go as far as pizza is concerned? Um, I, my, my, my partner and I, we like to go to Quads um, on the north side. So, yeah. I've been there before. Their buttered crust was awesome. Their pizza is just the bomb.com. I really enjoy yes. them. Very kid-friendly, so that's good. Like, everyone brings their kids, too, so I don't feel like the only person there with a kid. But the whale is wearing a G-string, so that's a little bit interesting. You know, I looked at that for a long time, and my son, he's just totally aloof. He never made a comment about it. But at the same time, he, he doesn't care about being naked. Right. Like, he would make it all day. I'm like, son, that's inappropriate. Put your clothes on. We're in a public place right now, okay? Um, your son sounds really fun. I don't have any kids, um, personally. I've hung around them before. Um, but kids just have this amazing energy, and they're just so free-spirited, and they're not afraid of anything. Um, when you first started doing your art, were you afraid of how people would accept it? Well, no, because 
since high school, I had been making art that was very sexual. Okay. And so at that time, I was like, oh, wow, this is really like, what are people going to think of me? But um, I had the saving grace of having two women art teachers um, who totally accepted my work and, and saw what I was doing and didn't mind any sexuality in it because, and I attended, um, I went to a, a Catholic all girls school. So I'm like, Oh my God, they're going to hate this. They're going to like kick me out of school. And, and the art teachers didn't, they're like, okay, that's great. Yeah, that's good. Okay. I get it. Like, and I was like, cool. And so from there, I, they just gave me my wings. I was like, just do whatever you're going to do. And if people don't like it, then I'm not for them. And that's fine. Oh, would you have any advice for, um, anyone who's first starting off in art? Like as far as if they had like, um, some hesitation about doing it what what advice would you give them that yeah if, if you're gonna make art and it's really your true self make that art as long as it's not hurting anyone and you're not you know imposing harm on everyone then that's fine you know you you don't want to show yourself killing someone that's right. not nice you know? but if your art is is all you and it's your intention and it's good and and you have no problems with it and, and you're not hurting anyone then just put yourself out there because there's so many people trying to be like everybody else because that's what's accepted. But at the end of the day, it's like, well, then who are you? What are you feeling? How is this different from the other, you know, people that are here doing the same thing as you? How are you making yourself different from what's your story? What's you? what's unique about you? Say that because that's what's going to resonate with people and make them appreciate you for you and not a cookie cutter image right. of what an artist or anyone is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And earlier you mentioned, you know, just sort of changing your style up a little bit, not to be so esoteric. So what artistic goals do you have for yourself? Do you want to show more work? Do you want to go into art full time? Like, what do you want to do? Um, I do need to make more work. Like when I when I meet, met you and I heard you talking on the phone, you have the gift of gab. You are all about it. You you are a woman on a mission. And and. In curating shows, I'm, I realize how much work that is, and that's really a job in itself. And trying to do that and make work really takes away from your work. And be a single mom, and go to work, and do laundry, and do dishes. I was like, I really can't put more on my plate because then I'm taking away from my art. So I really need to focus more on my art this year. Um, I spoke with one of my good friends. Her name's Delilah. Her, we call her Zena. She wants to have a show for both of us. And, and that's really gonna, that's the way we do it. We like, we put a date on a show and then, or we put the year and then we're like, yeah, let's do it. And then that's giving ourselves a deadline to live up to so that we know that that deadline's coming up. Just like in school, when you have a project due the end of the year, you know, you got to make that work. So I need to put more time into making my work. Ah, you're right. Putting a show together is a, a job in and of itself. And I really don't have any time to create anything right now. So I'm just looking at other people's work and trying to curate it the best way I can. Um, when we talked last night and you talked about you also doing shows as well and I was like she gets it she understands and those sleepless nights and you just feeling like oh my god like is this going to go okay just like runs through my head all the time so I can understand not having anything else on your plate for sure um, so I know I'm seeing you next month at the speakeasy is there anything else that you're working on I know you mentioned something with your friend but is there anything else that you're doing currently um, I have an Etsy shop. I have a Depop shop. I, everything's on Mila 312. I have a website of my work. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to get more work, you know, because I'm a freelance artist. So um, and my contract's ending with Walgreens in March. So I got to set up the next gig. And that's that's the life of an artist. That's how you have to live your life. Like but, hustle. Yeah, that's, that's how 
been doing it since since I was graduated since I was 18. So I, I've come a long way and um, I'm not moving back into my mom's house. That's for sure. So So just give a shout out to your Instagram and your website one more time for the listeners. It's Mila, M-E-E-L-A, 312. Um, just Google me. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, you know, everything. She's also on my page um, on on Instagram, Christina Marie Watkins. And I'm going to be showcasing more of everyone's work that's a part of the Speakeasy because there are so many great artists that are a part of this show. And also just by listening to this podcast, you're learning more about Mila and what she does and the background that she has and what she wants to do in the future. So I'm so glad that you joined me on this podcast. It was lovely meeting you last night and I can't wait to uh, spend more time with you. That sounds creepy, but you know, in a very professional way. (laughs) (laughs) So if you want to be like Mila and get interviewed and you are a Chicago artist, go to www.19art81.com. Scroll to the middle of the page, click sign up, and I will give you a buzz via Anchor FM. So, again, thank you, Mila, um, for being a part of the show, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Right, bye.